You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Get ready for a frenzy. Bring them out, bring them out. The Fantasy Frenzy. What's up? Welcome inside Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Well, the Fantasy Frenzy. Well, we can call it the Fantasy Football Frenzy today because we got a lot of NFL. today. <laughs> yeah, I know, right, Jake? We got a lot of NFL stuff to break down and unpack. <clears throat> got a couple of uh, big stories in the NBA, too, but save that for a little bit later on in the program. Obviously, the major breaking news last night coming across the wire is uh, the trade of Kirk Cousins to D.C. He'll now be the quarterback in Washington, meaning that Kirk Cousins, excuse me, Alex Smith has been traded to D.C., Meaning that Kirk Cousins will now be allowed <clears throat> to be to hit free agency and test the market. Got a pretty good idea what the location will be. So we'll start to unpack some of this stuff and break this down from fantasy football perspective. Obviously, you've probably been here a while. You know me, Corey Parson, fantasy executive, the all in kid, Jake Seeley, Wall Street, Matt Medica. Good morning, Jake. How you doing? I think I, I saw where you had to get the you had to get the uh the, the pad out. Well you probably on a computer, but you had to get the writing last night to break down the fantasy fallout of this trade. Yeah, the sad thing, I had just finished my regular article for the next breakout running back, and the news hit, so it just went right back to typing and right back to writing. And I think I finished around, what, it was 11 o'clock, got it out like, real quick for everybody so they could get the impact of the trade. There you go right there, Matt Medica, Wall Street. When you heard this news, it was sent a shockwave. It actually was Alex Smith was the number one trend on Twitter last night while the State of the Union was going on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Alex Smith, uh, <coughs> Kevin Love. Oh, yeah. It, it uh-huh. was, uh, Twitter was uh, hopping. It really was. Chiefs, is, Chiefs are still one of the top five trending right now, still this morning. Look at that. That's never Look, really happened. I mean, we, we discussed this earlier, but and you were right on point with it. Everybody knew Andy Reid was looking to move Smith. They had to do it. Yeah. They were going to do it. And it was like Washington was like, here you go. You want more? Okay. You want? No, no, we're good. Here's some more. <laughs> so there you go right there. So a lot of different fantasy football pieces to unpack in this one. So we'll get to that through that process. We'll start to get that all uh, done. So obviously the big thing is the first quarterback piece is going to get ready to drop Jake. And I do think, well, well, you can't drop until we start the league year on March 14th and stuff like that. But I do think I, I, I said it back when the Jets fired their, 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 their offensive coordinator. This looked like a play to make, to make sure that they can get somebody in there that's going to work with Kirk Cousins. And the rumors starting to report out now is that the New York Jets seem to be the favorite to land Kirk Cousins, who is one of the big fish in the free agent market this year. Eh, favorite or favorite, I don't believe him in any favorites right right now. If you look at the Broncos, just need a quarterback, and they're back in the mix, and they're going to be heavy in on them. And there's, a, there's a couple teams. I don't necessarily buy the Bills because the Bills have more problems, and Cousins has already come out and said that it's more than just money, although he's saying all the right things. I, I tweeted that the other day. I said, what a surprise. Breaking news, quarterback gives all reasons to play at any location and not limit his market. And like He's saying all the right things because he wants to go maximize his potential. So I think he's going to go to a winner over a loser, and that's why I wouldn't count out the Broncos. That's why I wouldn't count out any team that's in contention. I mean, he mentioned defense, too. Uh, that, that is critical. Also, the Vikings. <laughs> there you go right there. But the, the money, the money, Matt, the, the hey. Jets got the money. Yeah, I mean, look, and, and the money always the is most. a major factor. I don't care. You can say all the good things you want to say. Yeah. But money makes the world go round. Start to break it down and start to unpack it. What it's going to mean for some guys like Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, because they get a second-year quarterback. 
in Pat Mahomes. And he looked good in the preseason. He looked good in meaningless football. But when we get to August and January, excuse me, when we get to September, those games are not going to be meaningless. Let you know what that means for your fantasy football teams right here on The Frenzy. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Adam, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The frenzy going down on a today's Wednesday. Ti Thursdays tomorrow. Shout out to Tip. See, I think. Uh, all right, so let 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 let's start with um. Hey, let's start with Alex Smith and his new home, Matt Matika. Now it's going to move on to be the quarterback for the DC franchise of the National Football League. His pieces on offense in the passing game for Alex Smith are. Josh Doxson, who we haven't seen consistently healthy in his NFL career. You got Jamison Crowder in the slot, who's a good dude. Terrell Pryor, who I don't know if they're going to bring back or not. You got Jordan Reed, who I think is closer to retirement. Then I think you can rely on Vernon Davis more than you can rely on Jordan Reed at this stage. And really, you had an injured Chris Thompson, who looked like he was having a breakout season as far as fantasy-wise goes. Had those big, long touchdown runs. But how much can you depend on his health? He's a Lilliputian, as uh, <laughs> Clyde Frazier would like to say. Smaller guy. Um, a short-stature person. <coughs> those are some of the pieces. The running game is non-existent. Some weapons in the passing game. This is a 7-9, and 8-8 eight eight team led by Alex Smith. This is... This is, uh, this is a night, this is a, a typical landing spot for Alex Smith. I think the offense that you saw this uh, season, the way they ran it, will probably be the offensive next season. It, they went back uh, two years ago when they had Deshaun Jackson and they had Pierre Garçon. There was more of a vertical offense. This season, it was more of a dink and dunk. And we and you, you stated, and we stated on uh, one of the experts, Chris Thompson, obviously the guy with, we talked about running backs in the past with Alex Smith. Vernon Davis, I'm with you on uh, Jordan Reed. Phenomenal talent, but there's just too many health issues. Vernon Davis is going to be another year older, too. But, you know, he seems to get better with age. So I would think Vernon Davis, maybe they bring in another tight end. I would have to assume. So, and as far as Josh Doxon goes, he was just a touchdown guy. He was like, he had to catch that touchdown this year. Does he still have upside? I believe so, but we're going to have to need to see it. Going to need to see some big leaps from Josh Doxson, our all-in kid, before we can start to talk about you know this team from a fantasy fantasy perspective. Still got the draft and free agency coming up, but obviously to go out there and get this move, $70 million guaranteed money for a 35-year-old quarterback, whereas $90 million would have got you Kirk Cousins, who's been your guy for a little while now. I personally don't think that Jay Gruden th- thought Coach Cousins, I mean, excuse me, I don't think Jay Gruden thought Kirk Cousins was coachable. On the other hand, 
Alex Smith is real coachable. He's going to come in there and run the system to your liking. What do you think about this move for D.C. and what it does for their pieces fantasy-wise? It's mostly stock down. I don't care what yep. system he's running. He's still Alex Smith. And I don't think it has anything to do with really Coach Cousins being that coachable. I think it's the fact that Kirk Cousins soured on being screwed around for three years. And, you know, the Redskins never want to commit to him, whether that's because of what you said or whether it's some other factor or they're just not sold on him. Whatever it is, it's, it's understandable why he doesn't want to be there anymore. So they made their move. I, I think it was an idiotic move, for, especially for how much they gave up. But the fact is, Alex Smith's coming off a career year, which he's never even come close to before. His next closest yardage was 540 yards less. He had only topped 20 touchdowns once before this, or 23. It was career high. He actually set career high on completions, yards, touchdowns, fantasy points, everything. And I know that this is a more aggressive offense, but at the same time, it's still Alex Smith. And I went back and I looked at Pro Football Focus's A dot for him. Even last year, and what was a year where it wasn't so much him, it was so much Tyreek Hill after the catch. His A dot was only, it was 7.9. It was the first time it was over seven since 2012, and it still ranked 33rd. He's never ranked higher than, what is it, 31st in A dot, and he's finished last twice. He's just not a downfield passer for what everybody wanted to say. Oh, he's throwing more downfield. No, Tyreek Hill is a big factor in that. He doesn't have Tyreek Hill now. This is stock up for Jameson Crowder. This is stock up for Jordan Reed if he could stay on the field. It'll be whatever tight end they have if it is Vernon Davis or if they draft somebody else. It's, you know, it's the, He likes his tight ends. And it's stock up for Chris Thompson, that's for sure, because Chris Thompson, on a parts, points per game basis in standard NPPR, he was a fringe RB1 already. So you put that there. But Josh Doxson, stock down. Ryan Grant, if he's the other option on the outside, stock down. Whoever the other option is, stock down because they're going to be more touchdown dependent and with Alex Smith coming in Alex Smith's career high in touchdowns is one more than Kirk Cousins career low over the last three seasons uh, and as far as Alex Smith goes being coachable I think he's more agreeable, <laughs> he's more agreeable. And maybe the okay. one thing that this, tra- this trade has his hands are easier to shake because they're smaller <laughs> and the other thing that you know maybe it saved the Browns here too yeah. so maybe I don't think Alex Smith was the guy to commit if they were going to you know if it would have taken four years and like 70 million I don't think that was the move for the Cleveland Browns. No, I, I don't. He obviously Cleveland Browns didn't want to face it, the franchise. But Alex Smith is going to be the same thing. I'll say this: though, Andy McCarron isn't the answer either. In two or three years, Alex Smith will be grooming some next guy to come take his job. It's the Alex Smith way. Mediocrity continues to be the mold. Great. You think it might be this year? No, I'm just saying it might be next year, like yeah. like one year from now. This time next year, we could be talking about it, the heir apparent. So, um, yeah. Andy Reid. From what we all listen, the, the smartest guy in the room and, and the silliest guy in the room at the same time. Andy Reid got mobile. He's he like, "Oh, look at this, Daniel Snyder. <laughs> I know exactly what to do. I dumped the I dumped the aging veteran quarterback on him a decade ago. I'll go ahead and do it again." So solid move for yeah. The, yeah, Jake. It's, it's, it's like it's the a, McNabb thing like, all over. A hundred percent. People don't give him the credit. This is the, the Billichek, Robert Kraft. This is the Patriots type of move, and he's done it before and he did it again. Caught him. Caught him looking, Matt. <laughs> You think he was playing O'Danny oh, Boy? After he, <laughs> he saw Bruce Allen was like, "No, I don't want to see you. Where's your, where's your boss at? Let me tell. I got a bridge. Let me tell you about Alex Smith. You take it to the NFC Championship. Not going to happen. The running game, no, Matt, in Washington is a major glaring issue right there. In order for them to have any success offensively, they need to have better success running the football. Yeah, and I think like like we stated, you know, Chris Thompson, the obvious guy there, but. I think an Isaiah Crowell would be would work very nicely in this system and what they want to do. Crow show. They already have him. They have him in P. You Ryan. think it's P. Ryan, Jake? You still buying the P. Yeah. Ryan hype? 
hundred for what they need. hundred percent. He's Alfred Morris. That's all they need. Chris mm-hmm. Thompson is going to be Chris. Chris Thompson is the better threat. Chris, like I said, Chris Thompson was RB eleven in fantasy points per game in PPR. He was just outside RB one status in standard at eleven point two points per game before he got hurt in ten games. And you have to factor in missed part of the game that he got hurt in, and it wasn't even the best usage to start the season off. So if you look at Chris Thompson. He's the most dangerous weapon. You just need somebody between the tackles. You need that power. And you know, Samaj Piran is not going to do much in the passing game. If he can stay healthy, I mean, it's only been one season. He got banged up in his rookie year. He's still somebody that's produced at college. You know, Every talks about it all the time is that he looked just as good as Joe Mixon at times after Mixon left. Or, well, well, Mixon was out, I should say. So he, he, he did. I think Crow looked really good this year. He just got crushed by the, the kryptonite that was Kaiser. You Do you think it's better for D.C. to... You know what? Let's work with this piece we got in house in Sam Pirine. Or do you think they go out? Or do you think it's well, better? They also for- don't have the money. There's no point in spending that kind of money. They don't have money to throw around at a running back when they have basically the same thing. I mean, what they're gonna have to, gonna have to decide on you know with what they're gonna do here. Look, they just gave a, they just traded away, you know, what's considered one of their best defensive players. Yeah. So I think they got a hole on the defensive side. So I mean, is that where they're gonna target in the draft? I gotta assume. This is an excellent job by Andy Reid. <laughs> just went in there and fleeced them dudes right quick and hopped back on the plane. It was like I'm good right now. So got yeah, to, to your point, Matt. They have. 10 other issues before they get back to running back. They need to go. Mm-hmm. They have like about 30, 35 in cap. They have to go defense, 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 shore up the offensive line a little bit in case they get as many injuries next year. Some of those guys don't come back 100%. And so there's a lot before they even get to the running back position. So there you go right there. Mediocrity continues to be the way in D.C., and I love it. When you turn and to- back to that real quick, as, as you said, defense was an issue, and you traded away your, your best defender, like, a top 10 corner in the league. And great that he's the slot, so you want to discount him a little bit so he's second best behind Norman on your team and maybe not top 10 in the league when you account for the fact he's only in the slot, but that's just he's your second best defender. When would they would have had to pay him? Because why they, why they it's like this is like a basketball trade, like a dump, like a salary dump. But yeah, when, when would they would have had to pay him? This is crazy. Why would they do this? It's... Super, super I think good. we also got to take into consideration, like he, like Jake said that um, he was tired of getting dicked around by the Redskins. Yeah. But I think the Redskins were just you know tired of the situation too. They saw uh, Snyder saw they, he he so. saw an yeah. opportunity to save some money, get a quarterback, get a veteran quarterback in, and maybe in his you know uneducated football mind was like you know what we could just slot to him. It's not going to it's not going to yeah. affect their There's bottom the line. What's up, Jake? Kendall Fuller was making six hundred fifty thousand this year, seven hundred fifty thousand next year. This is the dude they trade, the dude to make the lowest money on the best player with the lowest contract. This is that's in fantasy He's we call that a value. <laughs> yeah. In fantasy sports, that's called a value. Us fantasy GMs, we know this is the guy that you keep. This is not the guy that you let Good walk. Grief. That is so. That that's God. That's so idiotic. Washington football. Andy Reid has been laughing. I love it. Yes, the low hanging fruit. D.C. Daniel Snyder, that franchise is the low-hanging fruit. It's like Isaiah Thomas when he was with the Knicks. Yeah, exactly. He's like, Dan, I'll speak to you in another decade. (laughs) (laughs) When I have my next Asian quarterback (laughs) pawn off on you. And once again, you'll be coming off a 7-9, 8-8 season. (laughs) 
I'll send you to Mahomes in 10 years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go. I'll send you Mahomes in a decade, and then you can tell your fan base how he's going to reenact. But listen, D.C. trying to tread water. They, the people inside the Beltway are D.C. crazy. Out there where you live, Jake, you got the people out there that are in the 757 that are D.C. football crazy. So there's always going to be a situation where his bottom line is always going to be in the green. And, it's all, and I'm, I hate to say this, D.C. football fans. That's Daniel Snyder's main goal right now is to make sure that his bottom line remains in the green. So this way, yeah. you're not really going to really see too Go much. Go to the parking lot, see how much that costs to park there. It, it, you know where. Not only can going. you, not only the parking lot, the if you ride a bus there, it costs the same as parking. You cannot walk into the complex. You have to pay once you come in there, like you're parking, even if you're not parking. It's DC football. We come back on the other side. We break it down from the Chiefs' point of view. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. FNTSY Radio, taking you up to 11 a.m. on the East Coast, 8 a.m. Pacific. Good morning. You're welcome up for waking up out there. Glad to have you with us. So, I know Andy Reid was like, hit accept. <laughs> hit accept, hit accept quick before they realize what we did. Hit accept. Pat oh, yeah, Mahomes. One of the ones where we, t- we tell people, like, how haven't you run and hit accept already? Yeah. Like, yeah. Us? Hang up the phone and hit accept. <laughs> Get off like, the phone he, and hit he accept. He went into the front office, and he was <laughs> like, hey, guys, the Redskins are up. What are you doing? Go hit accept. <laughs> hit accept, Matt. It's, it's like with Cleveland when they didn't make that A.J. McCarron trade go through. He'd be sitting there with them like, sign, crush the T's, dot the I's. Yo, there you go right there. Oh, we got a telephone call. Oh, nice. Sorry about that. And we have our boy, and I'm glad. We got the Canadian anthem coming, or is this cue? No, 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 no. Do you have? No, no, I don't, Florio. I don't know if that's Florio or DB on the ones and twos. Don Burns or Mike Florio, whoever it is. Oh, shout out to you. You're doing a fabulous job. It was good to to hear fabulous, that classic one just now. By the the way, hashtag Hamilton Weekend is trending now in the chat. (laughs) (laughs) I had to take a picture of that. Um, (laughs) I'll explain to you later, later, Jake. Um, So, Don Burns, Mike Florio, whoever is doing a great job. I don't like to start a segment on the telephones, but I do want to head out to Philadelphia and grab my man Kenny from Philly. Because, Kenny, I've been looking for you, bro. I've, I've been looking for you, Kenny. And I was like, how come we haven't heard from Kenny? And before we even, I understand, your, well, not your Philadelphia Eagles. I understand the city of brotherly love getting ready to turn up for Super Bowl weekend. But before we get to that, Kenny, what the hell happened in Minnesota, brother? Hey, well, first and foremost, let me say, I, I don't know if it's something up with your phone lines or whatever, but 
I've been trying to call and this, that, and the third. I mean, I'll just get left on hold. But anyway, that's another, that's another story. It was freaking heartbreak, man. Yeah. Absolute heartbreak. I, uh, I tweeted y'all a picture of the uh, a while ago. See, I, I'm not sure if y'all got that either. But anyway. I'm, I'm trying to draw a picture of the guy. Uh, Marcus Williams just—he had a brain for it. I don't—I don't know. Like it was—it was definitely heartbreak. I was—I was down for a couple of days, but after looking at it, what you gonna do? What you gonna say? I mean, really? Nah, I feel you, Kenny. If you, those of you who don't know, Kenny from Philadelphia is a New Orleans Saints fan, so was looking for him after the Minneapolis miracle. Kenny, a longtime listener and a. a, a, a Come um, contributed to the program, um, Kenny. What's the deal? City of oh, Brazil. another reason why. Hold on, before, let I'm, me, an, I'm let, another reason. Kenny, let me, wait a minute. I'm interviewing you, Kenny. <laughs> I'm, gonna answer, I'm gonna answer the question. Right, I'll go. start. You answer the. Okay. You, you let me let me ask you another question. Are you rooting for your home city in the Super Bowl? Honestly, I don't care who wins. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love. I love it. I love it. I love the fact that you're That's not rooting for your home city. Oh, not stop with the fly eagles fly. Can we turn that off? All right, what you got for us, Kenny? <laughs> um, oh yeah, FYI, I'm another reason why y'all probably didn't hear from me uh, because once baseball comes, then I, uh, I'm I kind of cut it out. I can't do the fantasy baseball; it's too much work, as Adam Ronis once said. So uh, Kenny, I know my limitations here. We don't need the advertisers to hear that, Kenny. Keep that between us, anyway, Kenny. Anyway, <laughs> we'll hey you, Matt, Kenny. when you get an opportunity. Yep. Show him the uh, show me that tweet I uh, I'm gonna put out too oh, as well. Okay, yeah. But anyway, on the trade. About. Okay, okay. Uh, but anyway, I'm on the trade. Um, the eye test. This is like this is like trading King for a King. I mean, really. I mean, these guys typically are the same. They're really the same guys. I mean, really. I can't understand why uh why why the Deskins made this trade. I mean, I actually feel sorry for Alex Smith. Having to go with that dreck of a team. I mean, don't feel sorry. Besides Jameson Crowder, I, I mean, besides, uh, I mean, besides Jameson Crowder, I mean, with all due respect, uh, that they met, uh, Doxon, he's touchdown dependent, and I think he actually mistimes his jumps all the time. <laughs> to be honest with you, but on the Kansas City side, I think everybody loses value except for Tyree Hill. To be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm as far as right now. Drafting next year because Tyreek Hill, he, he pretty much gets his own points, but everybody else is kind of be kind of going to be relied on the quarterback, and we'll see what Mahomes has. So, all right, well, thanks a lot, Kenny. Thanks for checking in with us, and uh, uh, enjoy your weekend. So let's get ready to, to hop in. What, what was he? What was he talking? Uh, say what, the question. Oh, he, he sent the picture the other day. I'm, I'm trying to find it, but it's. I always feel like Kenny's like flying down the highway. Yeah, I know, goes, right, Kenny? Close the window. <laughs> close the window when you call up here, Kenny. But it was a funny picture. I got to find it. All right, all in, kid. When you, let's start to unpack this Kansas City Chiefs situation right here. And I want to start with Tyreek Hill. I'm a, I'm a Tyreek Hill guy. I'm a Tyreek Hill supporter. We got trendsetters coming up next week, starting next week. I think Tyreek Hill is going to go in the second round of that draft. I'm thinking with this move right here, Tyreek Hill is more of a third-round fantasy draft pick. I want Hill as a wide receiver, too, not as a wide receiver one. Would you agree with that? Well, I want him as a wide receiver, too, anyway. 
just because of the consistency, but I don't think his value is down at all. I think his value is exactly the same, possibly even up a little bit. The fact is, Patrick Mahomes is going to throw the ball downfield more. Like I just mentioned you, I just gave you all the A dot numbers for Alex Smith. Patrick Mahomes can make every throw there is the short, the medium, the long, and he is more aggressive. And this offense will be more aggressive under Patrick Mahomes. So I think it's stock up for the passing game. I think like Travis Kelsey is about the same because you got more aggressive nature. So maybe he sees less targets, but the offense will be more uh, explosive, scoring more touchdowns, and that's what you're looking for here. So I think Hutt stays the same. You think Kelsey stays the same. Whoever steps up as the number two, now we could actually probably consider a number two wide receiver with the Chiefs. Maybe if it's Demarcus Robinson, that's great. You know, I like him, but maybe they address it. Maybe they bring somebody in. Maybe they draft somebody, but whatever it is, I actually think Tyreek Hill's value stays about the same. I think, if anything, uh, the consistency is going to be just as bad as it was last year, but maybe you'll see a little bit higher of a ceiling on the big weeks because of the more aggressive play of Mahomes. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I'm I'm still not, even after this season, I'm I'm not saying, it's dependent upon where I pick. If I pick, you know, top three or something, I'm taking a running back. But if I don't, and I do take a wide receiver in the first round, say I got DeAndre Hopkins, and Tyreek Hill was there at the uh, end, of this, end of the second round, I have no problem going back to back. Yeah, no problem. Okay, I, I can dig that. I think Hill's value, but it, I think Hill locks in as a second round pick. I don't know if I like him in the second. Say you you get him in the second and you have an early third round. It, well, see, I played third round reversal, and I think that's really the fair way to do it. If, if I took him as my number one, say in the second, and I had that early pick in the third round, and I got myself another wide receiver, I'm I'm pretty cool with that. All right, so cool. There you go. That's how that situation breaks down right there. Travis Kelsey, Jake, value remain the same. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. I think oh, that you'll bad. probably see. Yeah, I thought you saw yeah, no. Tyreek Hill. No, I did. I, but I, I brought in Kelsey into the conversation, too. And basically what I was saying is I think his value stays the same because I expect less targets and receptions for him, given Mahomes being at quarterback and the fact of Alex Smith and how much he loves going to Kelsey because of the short game, because of the A dot, because of the style, the West Coast offense play, everything you go on top of it. Mahomes steps in. He's not a West Coast style passer. But because you see less of that, but you will see bigger plays and bigger potential and a deeper A dot for Kelsey, maybe even a little bit more touchdown potential. I think kind of offsets. I call I call Kelsey even. Yeah, he's the same as he was before, just probably, I would say, less receptions, but more production on the receptions. Matt Medica, Travis Kelsey, been the number one tight end in the fan, the top tight end in the I fantasy mean, for yeah, a couple less, years now. The last year and a half, the been yardage he's been able to put up has been phenomenal. So, yeah, I mean, I get what Jake's saying. I'll give him, if not the same, maybe even a little better because, you know, quarterbacks love the tight end, especially a rookie quarterback is going to have to depend on the tight end as well. So if I'm believing in Mahomes, i got to believe Kelsey's either, either the same, maybe even gets a little bit of a bump because, like you say, he's not, it's not the same dink and dunk kind of thing, but Kelsey can move around and he, he, he can get a little vertical too here. I mean, he's got the yardage there. All right, so there you go right there. Kareem Hunt is the running back. He's the main piece in the backfield. Spencer Weir uh, will likely be back. But Spencer Weir is like a donut right now, and they're coming off this injury. I don't really think it's too much talk that we could do about Spencer Weir. Do you see any uh, – what's, what's, what's the young wide receiver you like on the Chiefs, Jake? You see him making a come up next season? <laughs> Demarcus Robinson? Yeah, Demarcus Robinson. listening to me? Should, should I just talk to Matt? Should, should, that's, that's, I, maybe that's what I do. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I got you get I know. I, I got emails coming in. I'm sorry. <laughs> And people yelling at me and stuff like that. Yeah. Your next question, you want to ask me about Patrick Mahomes? I, you know what, Jake? <laughs> Forget it. 
<laughs> I said Demarcus Robinson might be able to step up, but they might bring somebody else in because he's had some time now and he hasn't. Yet. hasn't Granted, the, yeah. that was with that. That was with Alex Smith, a quarterback. He's a big body. He's the guy that could be the number two. Actually, he has the body, the size, and the ability to be a number one if he could ever live up to his potential. But he hasn't even shown a glimpse of becoming a number one. He's he used to become a number three before he becomes a number two or a one. I think the guy they kind of need here for that number two. Look, if if Robinson can do it, like Jake says, that's fine. But just to get more of a secure kind of thing, like the Jets got uh, Jermaine Kearse, like that type of receiver, as their number two. You have Hill, you have Kelsey, just more of that veteran guy who's maybe not, you know, the splashy, fantastic kind of guy, but somebody that's a reliable guy, knows how to run the routes and stuff. Patrick Mahomes, welcome to your life. Looks like you'll be fine for fantasy football purposes this year. Wow. What's Amy up? Trask tweeting out, apparently Kendall Fuller found out through social media. Yeah, I, I saw that before. He he, he did that. Like, uh, that always sucks when that happens. That that should never happen, ever. Because yeah. that shows, like, you know what I'm saying, you really don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, you actually see, you, you want to know who broke the Kendall Fuller was the player involved? You know who broke it? Who? Steve Gallo. Our boy. Oh, okay, yep. look at that. Our guy, Steve, uh, the flex champion. Yeah, Benjamin Albright gave him credit for it. He was the first one. He had the source that it was Kendall Fuller was the piece involved. Well, look at that right there, Kendall Fuller. And that's coming from my man Steve Gallo. Shout out to Steve Gallo, uh, Flex League reigning champion, knocking off the fantasy executive. So shout out to him. He, I think, if I'm mistaken, Steve worked for the USA Today. So good job. Good job out of that, Steve. Matter of fact, we be talking to Steve Gardner to, uh, on Old School, right, Matt? Tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, that's right. We can ask him about the Hall of Fame. Because I think Gardner has a Hall of Fame vote. Oh, Speaking of which, when we come back, I want to talk about Kirk Cousins, the possible landing spots for him. I seen the all-in kid, your labor title defense is coming up. Talk about where you be picking from. And also, I got my Tout Wars uh, invite. Let you know what that is. It's Fancy Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Oh, boy. Super Bowl, Super Bowl, excuse me. Super Bowl squares are back at Fantasy Factor. They are giving away over $2,500 in cash and prizes. Free entry. I repeat, free entry. Fantasy Factor is the perfect daily fantasy site for the casual recreational player. Flatter prize pools, smaller fields, and single entry contests only. Fantasy Factor runs NHL and NBA free rolls every week. Free entry. Simply sign up and enter www.fantasyfactor.com. Once again, that's fantasyfactor.com. Super Bowl squares are back. Free entry. They're giving away over $2,500. So you want to get involved with that right there. Head on over to fantasyfactor.com. All in, kid. Uh, defending labor champion. I, I believe I saw where you have the, I want to say, was that the eighth pick in the draft coming up this year? Yep. My worst showing ever in labor was also when I had the eighth pick. Right, so. I told I, I told Steve was doing it, he was doing it on purpose. <laughs> Matt, who's who's who has an eight ADP right now? 
That I'm going to say it. Lay was 15 team, right, Jake? Eight ADP. Yep. Yeah, it's Mookie that's Betts actually, who I would that's love That's actually to what have. I have in their mock draft. Just the oh, so that's good. So look at that. That worked out perfectly. Look at that. That took Stanton. I'd, be, I'd love to have Stanton with the eighth pick in, the, in this draft, but I don't like. How, I, I already don't like how the draft falls in the second and third round for the eighth pick. I hate the eighth pick. Oh no! I, don't, I like it. I've had it a couple times. I, I mean, what's there not to like in the second round? What's in the yeah. second round? Because I feel it's... like you have to jump at tears. Well, I mean, I don't like. I don't ever like taking people at the top of tears, and I feel like the second pick, or, yeah, the second round pick, you're at the top of a lot of tears for how the draft falls. Well, there you go. <laughs> there goes Miss Lauren. Anyway, um, let me get back and focus. I got the email from yeah. Jeff Erickson last night inviting me back to the Tout Wars draft. So I'll be in the draft, the online draft version of it. That's going to be on March 6th. And, um, I still don't understand that. You don't understand what? You're up in New York. Why do you prefer online than to actually do it in a person? Secret, Jake. <laughs> when you when you do that joint in person, Jake, you know what I'm saying. You just can't rely. You got to. I, I I've never done a baseball auction. It's got a little stage okay. fright. Yeah, I, I've got exactly. I got stage fright. There you go, right there. You got all the big dogs out there and stuff like that. And I don't want to be. You, you finished what fourth last year? I finished fourth last so year in the draft. Have, this have year Matt you come cash. With you. This year you cash, and then, yeah. you know next year you go live. Well, here's the thing about that, Jake. You know, Tout Wars does not allow partners. No, they don't, but you can sit in the room. There's people sitting in the room. I'm Last year, just... it's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, my sit there with coach. you. You'd be like, all right, all right, all right. Get him, get him, get him. So now, now that's going to be fun. No, but I'll do the online one. I'll be out there draft weekend more than likely. Have a good time with those, with those dudes. Did you get your Tout Wars designation yet, All In Kit? Yeah, I'm trying to switch to the online one because I'm having a funds issue. Okay. All right. Well, no, well, you know. But are you, are you going to be in AL only, NL mix, or are you going head, head to head? Jake, don't do onlys. That's right. Jake, I don't, don't do onlys. That's, that's right. Yep. I, I don't do onlys if Corey doesn't listen to me. <laughs> I, said, I said I'm trying to switch to the online ones so I don't have to come up there because I can't, I can't afford it right no, now. No, but that's so what I'm saying. But no, I'm in the head to head. That's what you, you got. I sent you the email asking you if you wanted to switch. Okay, so they announced the head-to-head earlier. That's what I'm trying to figure out. My bad. Oh, no, I was in the head-to-head for the last two years. That's why. Yeah, I, I think if, if Jake leaves the head-to-head, uh, Michael Florio or Frank Stanfo should be representing this channel. There you go right, right there. They should, they should do something right by us when they... I've already thrown in their hat into the ring, but hey, look, it took me four years, and I had Tristan Cockroft, Steve Gardner, and Nando behind me, so... And Ganos, mm-hmm. those four people. I don't think I have as much clout as them trying to push Florio or Stanfo. You know, here's the thing about the Tout Wars thing that's so crazy is right everybody when you get in Tout Wars everybody said you know it was me that put the word in for you <laughs> oh yeah, yeah everybody's uh, yeah. last year it was Lenny Melnick it was Scott Lenny Melnick was like oh yeah I've been told him Scott was like yeah I'm like who did it yeah, know, it see, doesn't make a difference but I'm like come on it's all good Q me? I got you be, be patient Q I'm coming oh, to oh, you oh, Q's coming Q, okay. Q's on the we, horn we, we gotta clear up the next, <laughs> the next <laughs> <laughs> but real quick I, I think labor does it just for a a fan's perspective I, I think they give you more of it. The OBP and stuff, I understand it. I yeah. get it. But don't we want to be more main? Don't you want to be more mainstream? Yeah. Like no, if, I, you, if you're especially doing like a, like, like That's like, why I was like trying to get head to heads to go to points. That makes sense right there. That makes perfect sense right there. And head to head should probably be a draft I too, agree, though, right? Matt, Matt, look, Matt, you're 100%. This is exactly why people ask about the Flex League. There's a reason we have 
non-PPR, PPR, and then the Flex Cup. The Flex Cup is what we want to do and want to try to change things to. The first two, you have to represent what the fans play, and they have to be able to look at it and learn something from it. I can't, I, I can't agree with you more, Matt, and I say this every single year about talent and labor. Like, you can't go too crazy with it because then people watch it and just say, like, oh, that doesn't help me. I mean, I'm not trying to be disparaging to it or, or any of the competitors, a bunch of great guys and stuff like that. But it, I understand you're trying to be ahead, cutting edge, but if people aren't playing that, it's 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 not helping anyone. If if, if that's one of your objectives, eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine telephone number to get involved. Let's head out to my man Q. Q, what's good with you? Q, love you, baby. I'm glad you're still rocking with the Goon Squad. Hey. Q, what's up? Hey, man, appreciate it. good good uh, listening to you guys too, man. I I just can't get on that baseball like a Kenny was saying, but I had to call in, man, because he said. He didn't hear. He didn't care who won. I care who wins. I want three to beat freaking uh, New England down. <laughs> they didn't get no one for years. <laughs> Just like really they feel? got over with Jacksonville. Q, I mean, I'm, I'm sick of them, man. I'm sick of them too, Q. I can't root for them either, to be honest with you. You know I don't want to root for Philadelphia. I'm sick of the Patriots. Oh, look, I'm a Bills fan, but I'm going to root for greatness. Well, I'm going to root for the Patriots to continue. I feel you. Are you you a Buffalo fan? Are you kidding <laughs> <laughs> He's getting on you, Matt. Do you... I can't get no one for years. I mean, all through the season, they got over with touchdowns against the Jets. They get into the playoffs. They get in the playoffs. They they play in Jacksonville. Jacksonville had a team in thirty years. They finally get the team to get into the to the, to the Super Bowl, and they throw flags on them with bull crap calls. Every time, there's always something with these cats, man. I mean, you can you can. Won the five rings, but how did they get there to win the five rings? By getting over every time they get there. Then they walk a team down, get them in the fourth quarter when the defense gets tired, like Jacksonville, and then they win the two bowls. They're supposed to be so this and so that. <laughs> Bull crap, man. I mean, Q feels the same way about the Patriots that I do. He really does. The only team I root against greatness for is the Yankees. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. No, we're not going to play fly. Eagles fly. Now, <clears throat> good looking out, Q. Thanks for the telephone call. Q just came up, called up here and, and ripped the New England Patriots, and rightfully so. I don't like the Patriot thing either. I, I I told the boys in the fourth floor yesterday what I thought about the Patriots. That's not an on-air conversation, though. Now, <clears throat> with that being said, here's the thing. We get it with the Patriots, right? But you got to see Q is a Baltimore Ravens fan. So that's a rivalry right there. So it's a lot of passion goes into hating the New England Patriots, and rightfully so. I do not want the New England Patriots to win the Super Bowl. I don't want Philadelphia Eagles to win it either. This is why it's such a such a disgusting time for me. Man. Hey, look, if I had an elite quarterback like Joe Flacco too, I'd be a bit, <laughs> <laughs> The eliteness of Joe Flacco. Jake, do you see as a giant fan, Jake, you don't have to hate the Patriots. You feel what I'm saying? That's why I've already said that before. That's why I'm rooting for the Patriots. The Giants went 2-0 and against them. I don't want another team to be on that side. We're the only team to have beaten them in the Super Bowl with the Brady-Bilicek era, so there you go. I don't like it. I don't like it because it puts me in a real bad bind. Kenny, this is the Saints' fault right here because the Saints are supposed to be playing in this game. <laughs> yeah, in all honesty, I was really pushing hard for Minnesota, but if I knew Minnesota was going to show up like that, I would have wished that the Saints, the Saints would have won that game, and then we'd have had Saints. We'd have had Brady oh, so versus Breeze. Yeah, we had Brady versus Breeze, and then we could have got it done like that. You know, more better players. I and know then Minnesota. I uh, knew fact that Minnesota would have been home. The Patriots, the dynasty. Going you know what's there. crazy? The reason, one of the reasons why I didn't want Minnesota. 
was because they were going to be home. I but don't want to see that happen. I, I know, be so but cool. I don't want to. And you they, we figured they'd be playing the Patriots. So you're playing like this all-time great. They got on go, your home tour. They got to go to the first. You know, the team that has the first home Super Bowl. Hmm. But there would have been great story. It would have it would have been cool, but then I wouldn't have wanted to root for Minnesota because I'm like, why you got the game at your home turf? You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm funny like that. It's just me. Kirk Cousins is a free agent. Was well, going to be a free agent come March 14th. Well, he's probably yeah, he's a free agent, so he's been allowed to maneuver. The New York Jets have the most money. Matt, you got to go ahead. Well, no, just, just to be sure, the, the NFL isn't like the NBA where you can make that you can make that like you could pretty much sign him, but you can't announce him, right? If I'm correct, I, I I don't I think the way it is is March 14th is the day. Yeah, the trade's not done. official until March 14th. No, but I'm saying can say say after the Super Bowl next week, Kirk yeah. Cousins, you know the Jets say here here's the money. It's in agreement. They no, can you can't do, even do that. Okay, I, can do that. I, I didn't think so, mm-hmm. but I was wanted to make no, sure. No, they give you the, they they added that thing about two or three years ago mm-hmm. where you can now have that. Allowed conversations that are about I think it's either twenty to forty eight hours beforehand, and then you get some that get floated out there and released under like you know sources and stuff like that. But you can't come to an official agreement. You can't agree on anything. You can't even say what the terms are, and everything you hear floated out there will never have terms involved. And there's been ones like even last year where somebody said two days before it's like oh he looks like he's going to sign here, and then two days later it didn't happen. Shout out to Evan in the chat. He has a remix to the Fly Eagles Fly. <laughs> that's, a, that's the one I like. I like that one better. They can take Cry that. Eagles Cry. It starts with a D. <laughs> I'm not talking about the fans. I'm just talking about, or you know, whatever. I saw Kirk Cousins on NFL. Not Kirk Cousins. Nick Foles on NFL Network last night. Nick Foles looked like he could be in Tout Wars. He looks like a fantasy nerd. Like He looked like he's like a roto baseball guy. You know, I'm like, this is the quarterback of the Eagles? He might be a little too skinny for a roto baseball guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, too. Jake, um, if you're Kirk Cousins, <clears throat> what situation do you think is best to put yourself in? <laughs> Uh, sorry, I was just looking at the chat. I just I forgot to have it up today, and I was just scrolling back, and I saw a shout out to Jake for, for the exec not listening to him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, Kirk Cousins' best opportunity, I, best situation is gone now because of Blake Bortles hurt his hand. Out of Jacksonville. Jacksonville like Minnesota about hey, Let's discuss Minnesota. Uh, I, Minnesota. All right, we'll do it. Let's talk Minnesota. I mean, the, the, the ideal spot would have been San Fran, but it's not going to be San Fran because they got Gucci Garoppolo. <laughs> you know he's not going nowhere. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyrotor.com slash premium and learn more about our awesome product. Final segment, Fantasy Football Frenzy. Let's hop into it right quick. Matt, you like you like Minnesota Vikings as a landing spot for Cousins. I do for the fact that, you know, he's. I don't know the exact amount of money they have, the cap space, but it can always be finagled, worked out, I would, I would assume. It's just that the, the, the team is ready. The team is ready. You have Thielen, 
Diggs and Rudolph. You have the defense. What do you think, All In Kate? No, it definitely makes sense. I, I, again, I would have taken Jacksonville as his first opportunity. It would have been my favorite, given that defense, given the bringing back Allen Robinson. They have Leonard Fournette now. Like I think it's a very similar team, honestly. I think they're basically Jaguars and Vikings are almost mirror images of each other at this point. I give Jacksonville a slightly better advantage, given their defense is slightly more complete. Uh, but with them out of the picture, because now they're stuck with Blake Bortles for $19 million. I don't see them paying $19 million to a backup quarterback. Uh, so uh, Kirk Cousins also sees that as the same situation. I think the Minnesota Vikings make sense, but it's whether or not the Vikings want to do that. The Vikings are set on trying to get Bridgewater out there. So whether or not that happens, whether or not they do a Bridgewater and maybe franchise Case Keenum to keep him in tow, I don't know that the, I, the thing is I don't see the Vikings being players for Kirk Cousins. That's the biggest issue. Yeah, I think that's going to be tough for Minnesota to do that. Also, no, I think, that's, that's a good point. I just think Zimmer hates Keenum. Well, that's true too. <laughs> I, I really do. I don't think he wants any part of him next year. So, I think it's the Jets. This is the Jets. I think I thought when they fired their OC, I thought this was this, this was lining up to make a strong push at Cousins. And I think I, I think the Jets are the leader in the ball are the leader in the clubhouse. The Jets have the most money that they can offer him. They have the biggest cap. Well, the Jets and the Cleveland yeah. Browns. What what happened, Jake? No, I, no, I, don't, nah. I don't see I don't, I don't see them being the leaders. I, I wouldn't want they to get the there. most you, money. It doesn't matter the most money. This they're, they're all going to come in the same ballpark. It's not like the Jets are going to offer him forty million a year. <laughs> no, the gentleman. No, man. no, no that, nobody's going. I mean, that's what that's what Washington like that. was Johnson, that's, Johnson money. that's what Washington paid them last year. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's. The, I really honestly think it's the Jets, but we will see how it plays out as we move along throughout the course of the off season. Yeah, and just to reiterate, I think the most interesting thing is what happens with the Minnesota quarterback and how that ripples. Of, I mean, just on the team alone, but the rest of the quarterback situation. Another team not looking to uh, spend. Uh, another team looking to. Um, Spend less money this year is the Miami Dolphins. Um, if that number for Jarvis Landry goes over fourteen millions, he can walk. Also, Ryan Tannehill is in a tough spot right there right now. They want Ryan Tannehill to give back money. If Ryan Tannehill does not give back said money, they'll be willing to draft the quarterback and get ready to part ways with one Ryan Tannehill. Draft the one anyway. <laughs> yeah, you're if right. I'm Ryan Tannehill, I'm, I'm giving back some money. <laughs> huh. I'm like, can I keep my wife? I'm yeah, giving yeah, back yeah. some money. <laughs> He's got a pretty good-looking wife, right? That's the, yeah, that's if it's the same says. woman that he was with prior. Yeah. Yes. So shout-out to him for that. Easy on the eyes. Can't really something. give him shout-out for anything else, though. So no. at least shout-out to him for that. Damian Williams is a free agent. I don't know what Miami's going to do with him, but obviously as fantasy owners, we want Kenyon Drake to be the guy because Kenyon Drake helped a lot of us win championships this year. And fantasy owners, we are loyal it, like that. It did take a Damian Williams injury for Gates to finally commit. There you go, right Never there. forget. Yeah, you know what? You're right. I still don't know if he's committed. I couldn't hear you, Jake. They, 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 they went in my ear. I said I don't. I still don't know if he's fully committed. May not be. This is a this is a very awkward team. Um. So and it was good talking to Bushrod earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. He was on uh, the BFF yesterday too. So make sure you check out his stuff. Rise and visualize and rise is the foundation right there for Mister. Uh, Jermon Bushrod from the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be breaking out that ring this week. I'm sure he is. You got no it. Doubt. This is the it's time Super, of the year, right? You know? Super Bowl ring. What was the player's name that intercepted that pass? You know? I'm sorry. I don't know what you The player who intercepted Peyton Manning. Uh, no. Remember who it was, Jake? No. I don't either. <laughs> Fantasy Frizzy in the books on a Wednesday. Don't forget, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Come back. Jake. 
Joe and not Benny, Canadian kindness, Chris Meany. Coming up next, Best Friends Forever. Exec, we out.